It's so hot. Wait, how does that song go? It's so hot to, to say, say goodbye to the podcast. <laughs> this is Queens of the Court. What's up, everybody? Welcome to ooh, the final episode Oh, Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast produced in partnership with the WNBA. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. And court is in session. Is in session. That was good. <laughs> well, that yes. That kind of made me is, sad, though. That was, this is the, the final of the WNBA season, um, the final episode for the season. But I think I wanted to kind of start with, because now that the WNBA season is over, college basketball is right there only weeks away um women's college basketball is going to be a really great season but unfortunately we are recording this on monday and we got the news that tasha butts she was a basketball coach at georgetown she just passed away she was 41 um after a battle with breast cancer and i know um cheryl you had a connection and that was just not the best news to wake up to of course not well um, you know, I think a few weeks ago, maybe even a month ago, everyone was posting, you know, like get well soon or we got you back because they had already said Tasha was stepping away, taking a break. Um, you know, and to your point, at the age of 41, like mm. so young after battling with breast cancer. Um, you know, she, she wasn't just a coach at, at Georgetown. She, Tasha had been around the game forever, um, former Lady Vol. So to all the Lady Vols fans, yeah, like our condolences and not just her, you know, to me, the, the irony of it was yesterday, South Carolina played Rutgers. So it was like a, a charity game, a tribute to Nikki McCray. Uh, remembering her life and legacy, who passed away on in July. Same thing. Um, she battled with breast cancer, so they're celebrating Nikki's life and legacy, um, who was also a Lady Vol. And then today, this morning, we wake up and hear the sad news of Tasha Butts passing. Um, mm. Yeah, I you know I didn't have a, a, a personal relationship with Tasha, but but I knew her uh, in mm -hmm. passing whenever I saw her, you know, we would talk and, 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 and it's basketball. So it's a sisterhood. I don't care where you played, when you played, how long you played basketball is a sisterhood. So um, I, I just want to send my condolences to her family, her mom, her dad, um, Georgetown and, and the entire women's basketball community, because we absolutely lost another great one um, gone too soon. Rest in peace, mm -hmm. Tasha. Rest in peace. Sending all the good vibes. And I know Georgetown is going to play this season for for their coach, um, yeah. especially. So we will have her in our thoughts and prayers and her family as well. Um, not only is college basketball season on the horizon, but baseball playoffs. Um, Cheryl, did you did you throw out the first pitch? <laughs> at the, Listen, at the we are so we are so going to talk about this because not only did I throw out the first pitch, it was a strike. I need for everybody to know that. The the my my catcher though, my catcher struggled. Oh. Well, because it was the mascot, it was Orbit. Orbit oh, couldn't see. Yeah, Orbit couldn't <laughs> see with all the things he had going on, but it was right down the pipe, baby, right over home plate. Um, the unfortunate thing was the Strohs lost. Listen, we got to know. I was gonna say here. they owe and one for Don't for Cheryl. Don't do that. Don't do that. Listen, I I will take an and one if we end this thing. We got to get the dub tonight. It's 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 do or die. It's win or go home. It's Liberty versus Aces. Winner go home. Winner go home. It, so, okay, we'll see. I didn't know that the mascot was the catcher. I was like, are you really throwing a professional baseball no, catcher under the, the bus? No, I wouldn't do that. Jordan, I, I would do a lot of things, <laughs> but I would not do that one. I wouldn't. But it was such, um, it was just such an honor. I, I was talking to someone, um, actually my brother, 
went with me and I just said, like, it's an honor to get asked to throw out the first pitch. So mm-hmm. when they reached out, I was like, okay. And I ain't gonna lie. My brother went to the store, bought a baseball, and we were in the backyard throwing the baseball yesterday because I was like, it's got to cross home plate. I can't throw it in the dirt. <laughs> Listen, I got a, I got a reputation. So shout out to I the Astros. The Thank you around. for having me. And uh, <laughs> let's go get that dub tonight. Let's go. Ooh. Okay. I had to bring that up because that was amazing um royalty because you, you, you didn't know pitch. you didn't know i had an arm like that that's why you brought I, it up I you know, know i, I didn't but I am i surprised I that the hall of famer is great at everything no you you are really good at a lot of things and just add baseball Ooh, to that do list. tell do tell do tell we'll add it to the <laughs> list i'm not gonna puff your head too too big now you got those practice rounds in, but I did. I did. You mentioned Ace's Liberty. Uh, we've had some time to kind of sit back and um, scroll through Twitter. I refuse to call it X and Me see too. all of the, the celebrations from the Aces. They're going to play bingo in wigs, like they <laughs> are having a time. The Aces Parade is Monday night. Tonight we are recording this in Vegas. Will Usher show up? Maybe. Mm. We'll see. Um, what else happened since then? The Liberty well, he... was fined $20,000 oh, for Girl. not going to the media. A lot has happened. <laughs> if Usher doesn't show up, it's not for lack of trying because Asia has been calling him out anywhere and everywhere so she was on let's good see. morning america calling yeah, out ushers like, let's so see, let's see what happens, see see what happens. <laughs> here's here's my thing so not only have we seen the aces celebrating and dancing and and kelsey plum with the boom box and all that girl i had to just at some point get off of twitter like from the time <laughs> the aces won until probably this morning i i just i have to take it in in moderation because there's so much stuff and and a lot of it to me it's just funny it's it's funny where people are just going at each other like twitter has been spicy so spicy spicy. and here's the thing you know sid colson has been i feel like her her thumbs are tired she needs to like (laughs) ice them after she's been tweeting so much but they just woke up as a collective team and was like we have been silent all season long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We they were haven't ready. talked mess. We haven't said anything. So what you said to me in May, on May 30th, I'm talking about it now. Like, they <laughs> saved it all for this moment. And my favorite was Jackie Young, who hasn't tweeted in months upon end. She was just like, I don't even tweet. But <laughs> we all tweet. So here you go. Like, everybody just got in on it. <laughs> look I was like am I even following Jackie because I know she never tweets anything I I will there were so many I had but let I'm gonna say this so because I gotta go at some people who went out or who went at AC Alicia Clark because they were going at everybody so there's this one I think it's a guy I don't know who it was don't really matter that posted bench bench players talking like starters I don't know if you saw that Mm-mm. And so, first of all, here's my thing. I don't care if you're a starter, a bench, whatever. Talk your talk. Do you. I don't care. Just do it. I love it. I love the spice. But here's what I will say. Alicia Clark ain't a bench player. No. <laughs> if you know her, if you know her game, if you followed the league, if you followed her, Alicia played for the Mystics. She played for the Aces. I mean, for um, the Storm. She mm-hmm. has started coming to this team. She knew what her role would be. And she embraced her role every single game. Even the minutes she plays coming off the bench for the Aces are starter minutes. So my thing is, like, know your history. Put some respect on AC's name and her game. Because without Alicia Clark, I don't know if the Aces repeat. She was that important to this squad. Just understanding her role understanding what the team needed from her that finals game i won't even talk about her offense even though she had some crucial buckets for them her defense on stewie in game four wasn't it four one two three game four yeah yeah game five 
Game four. Yeah, thank you. Day. And game four. No, it was, the hard. It was clutch. It was. Right? Again, when- without AC, do they repeat? I don't know. So, and it's so back, up, that, back up, yeah. back up, Not only did she do know her role, she did it the best. She won Sixth Player of the Year award. Listen. Like, she was the best at yeah. that role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't look. A lot of people were bold. A lot of people saying a lot of stuff, but I love the the spiciness. I love that this is brewing. We talked about this a little bit um, in our reaction pod after the game, but this is just fueling a rivalry for oh, the no next doubt. few years. Like all of it. I want all of these tweets saved into a historical document. So that when the Liberty, if they win next year, they can go back and point to remember when you said this and it's that's what's the best about sports. You have to talk mess because that's what makes it fun. Jordan, not only that, like like it's good for our game. Like people, people like we're not all these perfect little angels wearing halos like, you know, it's a few of us got some horns on our head. So Let's go. I like it. The last one I want to bring up, and maybe you can help me with this because I only saw bits and pieces. Not really sure what what Kelsey Plum said that had JJ go off in I don't I missed that. But, yeah. but I, there was something there. Do you know? There was. There was. And essentially, I'm going to look up exactly what was said, but essentially Kelsey Plum was saying that you can't build super teams overnight. Like, and then she was saying that, you know, the Liberty aren't a team. Like, because of that, we, talking about the Aces, we, you know, have went through adversity. We've been through stuff. We've had losing seasons. And so we're really a team. And the Liberty aren't a team. And they just, like, plucked that out. Of that, what she that, said. That's the part they pulled out. And and so then they just asked Sandy Brondello, what do you think of Kelsey Plum's com- comments? JJ, what do you think of Kelsey Plum's comments? So it was it was kind of that. Here we have the okay. the quote here. We also knew that as much as they're a team, they're not a team, if that makes sense. They're really good individual players, but they don't care about each other. And you Ooh. can tell in those moments, they revert back to individual basketball. Okay, Ooh. that was way that was way worse. Oh, I didn't I, I didn't see that. Ooh, yeah. So here, here's my here's oh okay. Let me let me digest this for a second. Yeah. Um <laughs> dang. So my thing is for her to be like, they're not a team, they're really good at it, but they don't care about each other. I, I that part I don't know if I agree with because I I didn't see that with the liberty. I totally agree with her statement as far as saying you can't you can't become a super team in two or three months, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can put those pieces together, but those pieces have to learn how to come together and play together. And she's a hundred percent correct. The aces are there, right? But the majority of those players have been together longer than three months. They they only sure. added Candace and Alicia, right? So that mm-hmm. in other people's minds made them a super team when. Mm-hmm. Some might argue they were already a super team, right? Yeah. But, uh, okay, so in reading this, now I see why JJ got upset. Here's right. my thing. Here's Go my ahead. thing. Listen, if that's what you think and that's how you feel, and I'm to Kelsey, own it. Just like we're telling fourth place voter for Asia <laughs> to own it. I mean, own it. Don't. Don't back up. Don't walk it back. Like, if that's what it is, then it is what it is. That in itself, if if I'm the Liberty or I know we'll get into free agency, if I'm JJ, I'm like, oh, no, I'm coming back to the Liberty because we got some unfinished business. KP, you want to talk your talk? All right. Like, I Fingers love crossed. it. I'm ready for next season I, I know. already. You know? That's what, I, that's what I'm hoping okay. for. So just to, let's, this is only the tip of the iceberg once that, that quote kind of came out. So JJ's comment was, I think it's easy to kick people when they're down and you're up. And honestly, to me, it felt classless. You can celebrate with your team and instead you choose to essentially 
on someone else. So that's what <laughs> John Quill Jones said about KP's comments. But then Kelsey Plum enters the chat again. And she says, since the media wants to do clickbait, I'm going to cut this drama right now so we can move on and be in peace. What I said was taken extremely out of context. I was trying to articulate my teammates and I have been through a lot and we used our bond to get over the hump. And getting through it doesn't happen overnight. Never been the type to throw shade. I don't know if that's true, KB. (laughs) Quite the opposite, actually. I see how it came off. Never was my intention, and I apologize. Our game grew immensely from this series, so don't let this bull distract from the biggest win here. How about that? How about that? Is it too late? Like, it's an apology Mm. statement. I get what she's saying, but... Keep your apology. Keep your apology. That's me as a player. I'm like, KP. But to your point, and this is me, this ain't nobody else. KP, you, 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 you've thrown a few, a little bit of shade before. You, a little bit. A little bit. I ain't mad at you. You know, I love you. She literally KP, just threw but, uh, shade at Tom Brady. She <laughs> did. At the game. She did. Like, that she time did. you showed up, like that's shade, KP. That's okay. No, listen. It's all no, right. The, the Liberty is not accepting this apology. <laughs> just know that. And I love it. Mm-mm. Oh, man. So, yeah. Ooh, so that good. happens. Good. That was when what was the game? Oh um week ago. A week ago. Barely, barely. The 18th. So, so, so much has happened. And like you said, Cheryl, it's just getting me excited for next season. And it's also just allowing me to kind of reflect on this season. So when we reflect, what what do you think this season will be remembered for? Which is kind of a tough Ooh. one because there is so many. There's there are so many. some few things that have happened this year, but I guess if we just kind of run through them, what what would be some things that this season would be remembered for? Oh gosh. Um one, I'll start with one. I, I would just say attendance. Like mm-hmm. the numbers for and and not just the finals playoffs and even some regular season games just the attendance numbers were out the roof crazy people talking about the game the game absolutely has grown um I I will start with attendance what about you what's Mm -hmm. another one well I would say just record breaking I know that we had that conversation about how it's a little bit of an asterisk because this was the longest season in WNBA history with 40 games but I just feel like every single night it was somebody breaking a record. It was Alyssa mm-hmm. Thomas breaking mm-hmm. a triple-double record, Asia tying the scoring record. It was most 40-point games. Like, that is when I hope, you know, we look back. What was the 2023 season? What happened that year? Oh, that's when everybody was getting buckets and people were scoring a lot of points. And that is a great, great thing to be known for, honestly. Well, it is. I, I will say this. I I actually thought about that. I totally agree with that. Record-breaking, what Asia and Stewie did. Um, what, what I don't think will be remembered enough, even though we're talking about record-breaking, is, is just how amazing AT was this season. Yes, yeah. Stewie, Stewie was great. Asia was great. And I know we've talked about it, but I, I just... I want to end this podcast (laughs) just leaving it in people's minds and brains that Alyssa, what Alyssa Thomas was able to do in a single season may not ever be done again. And I know there's some amazing talent in college that's come into the league at some point to have six triple doubles in one season, breaking the double, double record. When I think about, great players that I played with and against mm-hmm. under Griffith, Lisa Leslie, but Candace Parker, Tina Thompson, Lauren Jackson. She broke the double, double record in the same season that she set the triple double record. It's <laughs> crazy. And, and, and on a team who, who lost their center, <laughs> And she still continued to do all of those things, 
keeping her team in the playoff hunt, making it to the play. It, it That's the part for me that I hope people will remember and talk about in, mm-hmm. in years to come. And I don't know if we will. I think it's to... It's going to be remembered a little bit of that MVP race, like yes. of the voting. And that's going to be a big part of this this um, season and what it kind of boiled down to. And where I hope real people know, like, man, Alyssa Thomas came up short, but look what the season yeah. that she had. And I hope yeah. that's kind of the how we talk about this season. Yeah. Um, and the next question I had. excuse me, was the biggest surprise of the season. And I was going to say the Connecticut Sun in a sense because Brianna Jones went down so Mm -hmm. early that that could have been their season. Like that Mm could have been the story of the Connecticut Sun all season long, but it wasn't. It was the best Dewana Bonner we have seen. It was the best Alyssa Thomas we have seen. It was, wait, this Tiffany Hayes trade really worked out like this is really great um they (laughs) we did not talk about them at all when we were talking about the draft the preseason like I just was not prepared really for Connecticut to come on this strong and especially after losing someone like that so I would say that's one of my biggest surprise and then I also want to give a shout out to Jordan Canada because I feel like when we talked about the most improved player I was given flowers galore to Satu, but I also want to give it to Jordan Canada in the sense that she, I think people forget and I forget too, she was on a training camp contract coming into this yeah. season. Yeah. True. And it's like, True. what? Why was Jordan Canada on a training camp contract? And she went all the way to one game of the Sparks being out of the playoffs and really putting it on her back as they went through so much injury, so many injuries and different lineups, Jordan Canada was the constant of the Sparks. And so I I don't know if I'm surprised because I'm such a fan of hers personally and on the court, but I think what she did, if you just look back in the history books, it's going to be like, wait, training camp to second and most improved voting. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, because Satu Sabali had a phenomenal season. And so I know we spent a lot of time talking about her. Um, and we, we mentioned Jordan, right. But we just mentioned her and then we skipped, we moved on. So I totally agree with that. Big fan of Jordan Canada. Um, I, I agree. I don't think it was a surprise, Yeah, but we didn't talk about her enough. I, mine would, mine will be the, the end, like the fact that the aces won the championship in New York without Chelsea Gray, right? I know Kia Stokes was out, Candace was out. People might be like, oh yeah, I knew it. No. Mm -mm. The the biggest surprise for me was the way the Aces were able to win the championship and repeat without their head of the snake. That's so good because in the middle of the season when we were having those blowout games, if I would have told you after New York blew out the the Aces by like 40, I would say, Cheryl, I just looked into the future. The Aces are going to win the championship (laughs) over the New York Liberty without Chelsea Gray, without Kia Stokes, and Kayla George is going to be leading in points at halftime. (laughs) Like yeah. you'd be like, shut up! I don't believe you. <laughs> and 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 Sid Colson's gonna have five fouls in the first quarter. Sid, we love you. Sid, we Sid, we love you. Yeah, that that to me. And there were so many things, but oh no, that's good. That is yeah. the biggest surprise. Yeah. Which I mean, hey, save the best for last. That I, it was just the perfect um, bow on the regular season. But we we look at the the standings. Um, we, we've talked about how Minnesota finishing at sixth was a little bit of a surprise as well. They finished over the mystics. I wouldn't have guessed that uh, coming in at seven. Um, I think Chicago, I, I think I was surprised that they didn't have the amazing season that I was kind of hoping and wishing that they would but it's only up from here i think well, this is, is. Their, their floor yeah and and let's not forget izzy didn't play all season yeah, Izzy's a big difference for them but but i want to go back to the mystics 
Because we, you and I both, I think you had the Mystics winning and I had the Mystics <laughs> making it to the finals. Yeah. I had EDD as my MVP at yeah. the beginning of the season. So, so. <laughs> I would say maybe that was probably for me another surprise is them not doing as well as I thought. Granted, you always have to look at injury and staying mm-hmm. healthy. If Shakira Austin doesn't go down, you know, in the middle of the season, she's out some time coming back from an injury. EDD, she plays a few games. She's out a few games. You, Tasha Cloud is hurt. Ariel Atkins. Like, I don't think they ever, with the exception of the very beginning of the season, I don't think they ever had a full roster healthy where they could try and make some noise. For sure. But that, that, yeah. Some things gotta change there. Some some things gotta gotta get shifted around. Um, gotta get something gotta give. And looking at the you know the bottom of the standings, Indiana Fever coming in at tenth. I again, I, I feel like we've we've mentioned it, but they should be so excited <laughs> that they're not twelfth and that they're they're moving <laughs> up. Listen, like they had great this great Indiana season. Fever team with the right few pieces can make some noise Ooh. next year. They're young, they're good, they're talented. I'm excited about next year with this team. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to talk about some free agency and some other some other changes that um, may be going around in the offseason. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Queens of the Court, and we're going to get into our listener mailbag, which is my favorite thing. You guys have been holding it down all season long with these great emails that you've been sending to us or tweeting at us, everything. Um, First one we're going to start with is Sabrina from England. I will spare you my English accent. I need to hear the accent. I need to hear it. Pretty good. But I'm not. Let me be the judge. Let me be the judge. Let's go. Come on. I'm not going to do it. Come on, Um, Jordan. Well, we actually have two questions from our England listeners. So maybe I'll do it on the the next one. It's all right. A little little suspense. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it reads, how do you both feel about the appointment of the new Phoenix coach, Nate Tibbetts? He has no women's basketball experience and will be paid the highest wage in the league's history. Is this two steps forward and one step back for the league? <sighs> Big sigh. Um, if you haven't heard the news... Phoenix Mercury hired Nate Tibbetts. They announced it um, kind of while the finals were going on, which I think was just, it it did kind of feel like, yeah, it did a little bit feel like two step, you know, two steps forward, one step back because we're like, yes, this final is so great. Two woman head coaches, two former players. This is awesome. And then they announced this news. And I feel like the women's basketball community was a little deflated from it but what were what was your gut reaction Cheryl WTF that's perfect (laughs) no that was that was my initial reaction like and I and I even tweeted about it I just listen we we talk about growing the game and opportunities for women, the expansion team that was announced this year in the Bay Area, more jobs for players and more opportunity. And then the Mercury goes and hires a man. I I, I am not opposed to men coaching girls, women, but I am opposed to it when you're not even given, giving women an opportunity. And there are, my opinion, I, I don't, I don't know Nate from Adam. I don't, mm-hmm. but when there are women who I do know that are very well qualified, if not more qualified than Nate for this job. But, I, but I think the part that even frustrates me even more is the way they did it. 
Like, did you even have a conversation with, with Nikki Blue? Did you interview her? Did you, like, Nikki came into this season. She stepped in. She became interim coach. And she had a lot on her plate to deal with, right? I, I don't think anybody was expecting them to win a championship or, fr- quite frankly, to even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But for Nikki to step in, become interim, I thought there was a, a, a point where they did start playing a little better together. But then you just just kick her to the curb, like not even not even a, a shot. And And here's the last thing. We're, we're quick, not us, but we're quick to say, well, example, Be- Becky, Becky can't go coach in the NBA because she doesn't have experience coaching men. Mm-hmm. She was an assistant under pop for, I don't know how many years, who is arguably the best coach or one of the best coaches ever in the NBA. She learned mm-hmm. from the best. So how is it not okay for her to go to the NBA and be a head coach coaching men. And it's perfectly fine for Nate to come to the WNBA and coach in the WNBA when he doesn't have any experience whatsoever coaching women. So it says, but he is, let me just read this. He, a veteran coach with nearly two decades, a widely respected veteran coach with nearly two decades of experience in the NBA and NBA G League. But nowhere in there does it say coaching women. Yeah, women's women's college um women's aau (laughs) i'm just saying nowhere and so to me this is what when you when stuff like this happens um jordan to me it 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 almost makes makes our league look like a joke because here's what i think Mm -hmm. is going to happen um you couldn't you couldn't or didn't get a head coach in the nba so you're going to come to the wnba and coach Phoenix Mercury for a few years, three, four years, maybe, and hoping that you'll then get an opportunity to be a head coach in the NBA. And then you're gone. Mm. What happens? That's what happens. Yeah. It's that stepping stone mentality, right? Like that we, that we talk about both ways of, you know, oh, the taking a head coaching job in the WNBA is going to lead to an assistant in the NBA because that's, you know, that's the next step up, but we don't, I want to get rid of all of that. I think my, my gut reaction was, I want to know, was Nikki Blue considered? Who was in the hiring pool? Like, were were there not only women, were there black women considered for this Mm -hmm. job? Were there former players? I think that's something that we just, are a little little fuzzy about. Um, I, I'm reading this Just Women's Sports story, and the general manager of the Phoenix Mercury said, you know, as you know, when you run a WNBA organization, the diversity and opportunity are critical. I would say <laughs> our process and our candidate pool and our finalist pool all reflected that. But the person you chose does not reflect that at all. Um, and again, I don't know, Nate, he could be an incredible coach. I think it's just coming into a community where you just don't have that street cred yet. Like you, we don't know you, we had to Google you and we know this league and love this league. And so I think it's just going to be a lot of climbing. Um, also in this story, he says, I don't live online. I haven't heard all the discourse about this hire. I'm just going to kind of come yes, in and have. do my job. Yes, that's you that's, that's like it. what he's saying. Even if you're but, not online, you've heard it because someone has told you. But Jordan, listen, I'm so sorry it. to cut you off because we're just talking about him being the head coach. Yes. <laughs> and then you're the highest paid coach in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. That part. How? <sighs> My first thought oh. when I heard that was, I hope Teresa Weatherspoon, the ink hasn't dried <laughs> on oh, it was her. Dry. It was dry. on her uh, on her contract because I want her to get the money, and I, I I hope Becky Hammond, as they were celebrating with the champagne, she looked at Mark Davis and said, "Find out how much he's getting paid, 
mm-hmm. and double it mm-hmm. for me because yeah. I have two championships yes. in this league. Yes. And your and and mine was the bar that he jumped over. But there's so um, there's so much. And then I read where he said, I don't I don't know this league. So I'm gonna rely on yeah, my, players my players to to help me. What? Can can I please read this though? Because I, I had I've always had respect for Muffet McGraw as a coach. Yeah. Always. Yeah, read it. And so I'm, you know, again on Twitter and I'm reading I the the fact that Muffet is saying what I'm about to read, I it to me it just took it to a whole different level. Right. So Muffet McGraw, her tweet said, breaking quote, breaking news. White man hires white man to coach WNBA team and makes him the highest paid coach in the league. Gender bias is real. 95% of men's sport coaches are male and 60% of women's sport coaches are male. Title nine is 50, yet we don't have equal opportunity, equal pay or equal rights. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, Muffet. That just really sums it all up right there. I, I, and then I read, I read somebody else said it's not, it's not what you know, but it's who you know. And to me, this is a great example of who you know. You can't, you cannot tell me that you could not find a female to 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 give this job to and make her her the highest paid coach in the WNBA. <laughs> I'm I'm saying this and she's probably like no Cheryl don't do that to me. Hell <laughs> Carolyn Peck come back in the league. Ooh go go coach I like that. Like, I'm just saying Jordan there are so many there's so women. many I mean there's so many we could come up with the list tomorrow and if and if the phoenix mercury didn't know you know their hiring staff or their gm and their ownership i wish they would have asked like who are the best candidates who can we do to do this but i i will say you know to play the the devil's advocate if you will of this situation is that phoenix it's bad it's bad there there was drama with with Skylar Diggins. There was the Vanessa Nygaard getting fired. They they were the last place in the league. Like they need a lot of work to get back to the Phoenix Mercury of championship winning Phoenix Mercury. So I get the idea of like, let's start over. Let's get somebody brand new in here and let's start over. That would kind of be the dev- devil's advocate to not continuing with Nikki Blue. But this can go really well or this can go really, really bad by bringing somebody from an outsider in who doesn't know who's going to bring whoever on staff that hopefully know about the WNBA and hopefully have coached women's basketball. But you are taking that risk by doing that because you're cleaning house. You're saying, let's start over. Let's start scratch. We know Skylar Diggins is going to be there next season. So let's just get a reset button. But that could blow up in your face as well. And so this is when it does or if it does, we're going to point back to this moment and say, okay, Phoenix, this was the choice that you made. You chose elite basketball coach, legendary player, girl dad. Girl dad. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, because here's my thing. Why, why, not go, why not go to the WNBA and get one of their assistants? You hired an assistant from the NBA. So go go get one of the many female assistant coaches in in the WNBA. But at the end of the day, I don't I don't care who the coach is. I don't care if he came from the NBA, G League, Mars, overseas. I don't care where he came from. You still got to have talent. Yeah. You got to have players to win, to compete. And so for someone for someone who doesn't know our league and our game, I don't even know if I would have said that out loud. 
right? Right. I'm like, yeah, I watched the games. I watched the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Do a do a quick, you know, spark notes of the WNBA to just throw out some generic names. Like, don't say you don't know what you're doing. That's like rule number one of any job. Do I know what I'm doing all the time? No. I was, but I, I was don't born. Say. I'd be like, I was born for this. I was made for this. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Man. All but right. Well, I think that's going to be we'll on see. a microscope. I know we are going to cover it next season. We're going to be watching it like a hawk because especially now we know what you're getting paid. You better bring it. Um, yeah. And I also yeah. hope there's a lot of head coaches. I don't know. I don't know what he's getting paid. I just know he's the highest. Just, I know it, that's what it is. It's just over a million dollars. Becky uh, was the highest paid. That was, so we know yes. you're making more than a million. Right? We know you're making more than Becky. So Becky, find out the exact dollar amount and get one dollar slash a million dollars more because you deserve it all. Okay. All right. Um, next question from Armand. Thanks for sending this in. What free agent would you love to see join a new team where they can be a difference maker? Oh, God, there's so many. There are so many. We have a full list of all the unrestricted free agents. I started counting. I got tired. There are a lot of them. A lot. It's a lot. A lot. A lot. Um, A wild stat just to throw in. Just sure. What's that? 42 free agents, I think. 42 free agents. And these are just the ones that are currently signed on to yeah. teams. Yeah. Um, a wild stat for you. The Aces, they have cap space to sign a super max player, which. <laughs> That's scary. Come on now. That's scary. Come on now. Um, and you- any names on here that you would want to see on a, on a new team that would make the biggest difference? I think that's the, the key part of the question. That's what makes well, it so good. All right, so let's just jump right into it because I'm sure you've seen, and I have too, like Skylar Diggins is out there, right? She's posting stuff. Everybody's commenting, like, come come here, come here, come here. I saw uh, a Liberty fan was like, come to New York. And she responded and said, would I come off the bench? Which means (laughs) if I'm coming off the bench, I ain't coming. No. (laughs) And then people were like, oh, no, come to Vegas. Here's what I say to that. Um, yeah, no doubt Skylar wants to win a championship, but I, I also feel like Skylar is like, I want to compete against the best. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. But, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think that Skylar is what the aces need. They need a scoring big. Yes. Yes, they do. So when I look on this list. Um, she's not a big, but I'm a huge, and I don't see her on here, so I don't know if she's a free agent. I'm just gonna put it out here though. I I love Emma Mieseman, like I oh, love yeah. Emma Mieseman. So I'm not really sure what her story is. Um, love Bri- her. If if Brianna Jones doesn't go back to Connecticut, Brianna Jones could be a really good piece for the Aces. Oh, I like that too. Oh, I like that too. But yeah, Emma Meesman, she's a free agent. She just was, she was out this, this past season, but man, when she, she's a finals MVP Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. a reason with that Mm -hmm. mystic squad, because she was, (laughs) she could shoot it from three. She was defending. She could do a lot of things. Um, You could say, and you could say NECA, but I I don't think, so I I think, think I, I don't think she'll, I don't either, but I also think NECA and Shanae are like, a package deal so and both of them can't go to the aces but your mm-hmm. question was what free agent would i like to see on a team that could make the biggest difference or impact right yeah 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 so um i i, I am gonna go with skylar diggins for a few yeah. reasons she didn't play this year skylar is hot skylar is ready to come back <laughs> yeah she is and 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 do some things Okay, so I think I I, can't, I couldn't come with one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two. Okay, all right. We, I want to talk. We talked about it early on. No doubt about it. Indiana. Okay. Indiana could use Skyler. Skyler could run the show. Scott, she's got some great young pieces around her. She would be home. 
you know, Notre Dame, like Indiana, mm. Indiana, Indiana, it would be really good. Okay. Okay. All right. And the second team, I'm I am I'm going to say Connecticut. Okay. I I right. see and and of course this is dependent upon if if Dewana stays, if AT mm-hmm. stays. I don't know. I just I like I like Connecticut. I like those two teams. But I would okay. also say this there are other teams that she so the list I wrote down was Indiana, Connecticut, Chicago, um, oh. Minnesota. I I say Chicago. That was gonna be my pick. I think I think that could work. I just have a, a feeling the Chicago sky, Skyler Diggins. Like it's it's with right Spoon, there. With Spoon being the coach for Chicago. It's right yeah. there. Yeah. I, I yeah. kind of I kind of like that. Um for Chicago, you know, looking at this unrestricted free agency list, Courtney Williams um is on this list. So I don't I, I don't know. I would I think Courtney Williams and Skyler could play together. But when you look at Connecticut, it's Tiffany Hayes, it's Bree Jones, it's Rebecca Allen, it's Dewana Bonner. Like all of those people would have to come back and Skylar Diggins somehow to be able to to be a team that I think could compete. You know, uh, I think it couldn't be all those people or Skylar. You know, that's not enough. You gotta have you gotta but have listen, more. As a Skylar is just like she's ready. Let me let I'm gonna put this name out here because it's not on here, and I know she's playing. I think in China right now. I don't know what the deal is in the league and the story and all of that, but Kennedy Carter. Okay. Kennedy Carter is a bucket. She's a bucket. I know it's like there's other stuff that uh-huh. people say. I don't know. I, I think under the right coach in the right system, she could help somebody because she's hmm. a bucket. Kennedy Carter is a baller. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying she's a baller. That's a good name. And the other player is when you talk about bigs, because I know I don't even want, I don't want to jump ahead because I don't know if it's in here. It is in here. So I'll just wait until we get to it. No, I see. No, I just, I see her name on here. So I'll wait. Okay. Okay. That's perfect. Last one. But there there are a lot of great free agents. So there are a lot of great free agents. And I was just going to say Natasha cloud is on this list and she you know, her exit interview with the Mystics um, was a lot about thanking them and how she's been a part of this this franchise. Does she stay? Does she go somewhere else? I, I think the Mystics are a shake, great she fit. She's going to shake some things up. I think so, too. Like, even if she just pokes around a little, I think <laughs> yeah, that'll just yeah. be fun just yeah. for the league as a whole because she's a, such an instant chemistry person and just somewhere that can go and and shake with who's ever with her yeah um so so it makes her kind of the perfect free agent a little bit (laughs) jordan i'm sitting here i know we gotta move on but i'm sitting here looking at something and i'm like um (laughs) based off of the conversation we just had earlier about the liberty and the aces does jj leave new york and pull a Kevin Durant and go play with the Aces <laughs> next No. <year. laughs> I'm just saying. You said no. they need a scoring big. I'm they- just saying. Is that not a scoring big? Girl, if you wrote the script, <laughs> this would be interesting. Is that is that not? I- on this list, That's that's the best scoring big. But I'm like, you know, Katie left and went and played Golden State after they beat that. I'm just saying. And then Look, I am KD, here for KD it. talking smack, JJ coming back. Like, do they become teammates next year? I am here for no. the uh, chaos. I am ooh. so here for the chaos. I think just on this list, John Quill Jones and Brianna Stewart are on this list as unrestricted free agents. Mm. The Liberty are going to have to figure that out. They want both of them to stay. 
we were just talking earlier about JJ's comments about KP. Maybe does that make her revenge or does that say, eh, that's too hard. Let me just uh, go join. You're, you're right. Let me come team. play alongside you. <laughs> you're so right. We're not a team. I want to do, join your team. Oh my God. Oh my God. That would be Ooh, crazy. I like it. Well, crazy. if that happens, we can replay this clip because you called it and that would be awesome. Oh my God. That would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. okay. We could talk about this all day, but all day. This might be a whole nother, uh, yeah, the whole nother episode. Real quick, really quick this time. This is the second part of Armand's question. Which team in the lottery, Fever, Mercury, Sparks, Storm, needs the first pick the most? You said real quick. This is easy. Girl Dad. Girl Dad's team. Really easy. They're the Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. They need a eleven thousand picks to <laughs> reshape this franchise. So, yeah. Armand, that there you go. Easy. It's the Mercury. It, it's easy. Um, okay, this is from Kazi, also from England. I need the accent. I need the accent. Great name. I know. Kazi I do like from England. Okay, Kazi. Kazi. Come on. Say her name Kazi. first. Kazi. Kazi. What was your favorite game to watch this season? The one you'd go back and watch and show people that this is what WNBA basketball is. Come on, Jordan. Yes, ma'am. That is so good. Because we're watching Bridgerton. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was so good. I'm not even going to try. No, that was so on point. Wow, I like it. I like it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. So, and it's favorite. F it's a OU favorite, very English version of favorite. So <laughs> which <laughs> what was your favorite okay. game of the season? Um gosh, I don't know. There were so many. I'm look, I'm I'm gonna go with recency bias. Totally, and and I'm going with the. I really am going with the finals. I'm going to go with the finals. Yeah, I I think that has to be it. That was just a chef's kiss way to. I would in that that playoff series going down to a last second shot, just so good. I would also say just a. This just came into my head when Jewel Lloyd was going off. And was that when they were playing? Arike. When Arike oh, was Arike. going off. Yeah. Oh. I was at that game. I was going to oh, pick that one too. Man, that you was had, so good. I think it was uh, 30, 38 points and 40 points or something like that. But it they they so were going good. back and forth. Yeah. That, that was, was like that one was for good. the books. That, that was, was one that one. I'm like, look at, I would point back to say, we got some scores, some yeah. hoopers in this league. Watch yeah. this game. Because Jewel Lloyd and Arike were going off. That so was a good one. That was that would be fine. Okay, enough with the accent. We'll move on to the next <laughs> question. <laughs> so good. Michelle asked about two players who didn't play the season. So Tina Charles and Emma Misaman, which I feel like this is who you were talking about a little bit ago. Um, and asked if we see them making a comeback in the WNBA. So for some background. Tina Charles didn't sign with the WNBA team in 2023. She was an unrestricted free agent. She's now playing in China during the offseason. And just yesterday, Charles recorded 22 points, 11 rebounds, and four assists in her team's 90-61 to 61 win. And for Emma Miesemann, didn't sign with the WNBA team, was also an unrestricted free agent, um, and she's playing overseas as well. Real quick. Do you see Tina Charles, Emma Miesemann to the aces, I think you called. But do you see Tina Charles making a comeback in this league? Mm. Um, I, I don't know. But I'll but I also say this. Um, is, is Tina at a point in her career where mm-hmm. she's like, I, I only want to play overseas because I can go play overseas for – four or five months and make me a nice bag. Yeah. And, and, and cause she's at a point where she can't play year round and take her body through that. Mm-hmm. So I would say, does Tina Charles want to play in the league mm-hmm. again? Um, and if she does, 
are there teams out there right now that are like, yeah, we would take you? I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and with Emma Mieseman, I would say absolutely, absolutely see her coming back. Um, I I love Emma Mieseman. Um, and, and I think I did, I said Vegas would be good for her, but I also think a Phoenix Mercury team Mm. could use an Emma Mieseman. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I do. Okay. I think that's fair. One thing I'll say about Tina Charles is it, it, recency bias is kind of not on her side with the whole Phoenix and Seattle switching and canceling contracts like that just happened not too long ago so I think people are kind of pointing to that rather than the legendary career that she's had prior to that um so recency bias just isn't really on her side I I I agree with you I don't know if Tina um makes a comeback Emma She's a bucket and just the, the veteran presence she that is you a want bucket. Yes. on your team. Yes, um, she is a bucket. Incredible story, too. Well, uh, we'll talk about another time. But um, a couple other things on the docket. This is a super max episode because we're just not ready to say goodbye yet. <laughs> but um, <sighs> off season. So now we're going into off season. I talked about, you know, women's college basketball is what I'm going to be sinking my teeth into. But there's also Athletes Unlimited. There's uh the maybe unrivaled 3x3 league. But are are you... Where are you going to be looking to to see everybody off season? Well, I mean, athletes unlimited. You know, I've been very fortunate to um, do some broadcasting for athletes unlimited the last two seasons, so I'm really excited about that. Um, not sure what players will play, but word on the street is Aaliyah Boston is considering playing in athletes Ooh, unlimited. Which could be news really here. good, right? Um, okay. Does a probably not, but does a player like a Skylar Diggins who doesn't want to go overseas and just wants, you know, to to get her feet wet and wants to compete a little bit, does she come and play in Athletes Unlimited? Um, I don't know. So I'm absolutely, I will be there. And as far as international players and, you know, so I'm like everybody else. I'm on Twitter and Instagram seeing what players are doing, where they're playing, how they're doing. Shout out AT because I know she's in China. She's hitting them with triple doubles already. Already. Uh, already. Yeah. And, you walked um, off the plane with the triple double. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had the sign that said, welcome triple double queen. Um, and to your point, the status of Unrivaled, I don't know the status of it. So because we haven't yeah. heard anything else about it. So yeah. of course I'll be watching if if it happens, but I don't know. Okay. Off season will be good though. It will be good, and I, I hope that the my only thing is the finals. Like we talked about, the momentum everybody's talking about it. I want us to find a way to keep that energy until mm-hmm. the draft, until tip off between next season. Because with the NBA, people don't shut up about it. They talk about it from. The end of the finals all the way until the season starts tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like it's always talked about. So I want us to to figure out how we can just keep on that momentum, keep people excited from the finals throughout the offseason. But with Athletes Unlimited, all these other leagues, there's plenty of opportunities that are growing, um, especially here in the United States that are going to be it. And one more note, the next season, there is an Olympics. So that's going to put a little wrench in in the season. They're going to take a mid-season break when the Olympics happened. Talk about spicy. The last Olympics and who made the team and who didn't was a whole thing. Um, So I'm going to be really excited to see who makes the team when that team is announced and how they don't get a break. They go play the Olympics and they come right back and finish off the regular season. Um, which I'm sure is just a whirlwind. Yeah. But that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting. Are you going to Paris? Uh, no. For the we'll, Olympics. We'll find a way. Oh, wait. for the Olympics. Oh. For the Olympics, not the okay. preseason. I know. I thought you were the preseason game, game, right? Yeah, no, that no, one no. <laughs> um I don't know. It I'll be very honest with you, it depends on what's going on in this world. That's true. If I if I that's go fair. to Paris. 
That's so. fair. That's fair. Well, um, if, if um, you do go, then I could be your carry on. <laughs> you could just carry <laughs> carry me on, be, and I'll just go with clothes one. on my back. You okay, be my plus one. Great. Well, that'll be fun. That's a date. Um, all right. Well, we'll finally wrap this episode up after the break. Um, but we're just not ready to say goodbye. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Queens of the Court. Let's just give out some flowers. This was probably my favorite segment okay, all season long. Flowers. Let's just give out flowers. You're giving out some flowers. Um, well, <laughs> I am the number one sappy person. So I'm giving a bouquet of flowers to you, Cheryl, because (gasps) you jumped into this podcasting thing and you took a leap of faith and you held my hand through it. And I promised you that I will throw you out hoops all season long. Oh my God, don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. I'm not going to make you cry. I'm not going to make you cry. But you killed this. You killed this on top of doing analysis for ESPN, the halftime shows like you have re-entered everyone's WNBA hearts and minds in the media space and you're killing it. So I just have to give you your flowers because this was so fun. This didn't feel like work. This was just talking basketball with a legend. So thank you for doing this with me. And this is the first of many. Oh my gosh. Um, well then I'm just drop. say I'm just gonna say back at you. <laughs> I didn't even know I didn't even know you had the accent and all of that, the English accent. Full of surprises. On Listen. the last episode, pulling out stuff you didn't even know Listen, about. Because you know, you know how sappy I can be too, because I will cry I in know. a minute. Um it's been it's been so much better than I thought it would be because this isn't my space. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you're a hundred percent correct. Cause I was like, Jordan, listen, I haven't done this. Don't even know what I'm doing. Uh, but I'm trusting you to lead me, guide me. That's what being teammates is all about. You have been by far one of the best teammates I've ever had walking me through it, getting me through it. And people have actually said this to me, like, how long have you guys known each other and worked together? I know. The chemistry that we've been able to have this first season, I don't know. It just has been so good. Such a great feeling. Like, I love you to pieces. I love you to pieces. And love you too. you've made this so much better than I could have ever anticipated being. Um, I love you. So... Uh, did you did you give me a bouquet? Yeah, it's I'm gonna virtual. give you. I'm giving you a garden. I'm giving oh. you a garden. Oh, that's so you nice. And you every garden. Day, so that every is day, special. just go go pick whatever flower you want. So <laughs> <laughs> it's been amazing. I love you. Um, and I can't believe this is our last one for this season. Last one for the oh. season. Also, want to give some flowers to our incredible team, Alex, yeah. our producer, for putting up with us and our crazy schedule. Yes, yes. thank you, Alex. Um, Lena for bringing this and putting this all together. Um, I mean, I think just some really cool, badass women that are putting yeah. on the show is awesome to do every week. So I also want to give a special thank you to the league and their partnership this season. Um, I mean, just them posting about the show on social was a huge bump for us, but just being in partnership with the WNBA being the, you know, official podcast for the WNBA. That was, that was awesome. I've always wanted to well, be it's an honor. Yeah. Like, it, like, like it's an honor. And, and for me being a former player to still be able to be a part of the league in a different capacity, absolutely. Just want to say thank you much love. We appreciate all the support. And to your point, the fact that they would take the podcast, what different episodes, different parts of it, and post it and, and promote it without the league, um, you know, we're not we're not as successful as I thought we were this year. For sure. I know I'm never going to be drafted to the WNBA, but I'm happy that I have an official. Never say never. <laughs> Cheryl, <laughs> never don't lie to me. Never. 
Don't gas me up. <laughs> never say never. With that accent, you can come in as an English player. <laughs> You're so open. <laughs> I'll start working on my handles. Oh my gosh. Man, thank you to all our guests too that came on and yeah. shared their stories and shared their flower segments. Um, thank you to the fans. Like, just yeah. thank you. You guys, all the listener emails, even the tweets. Like, I was, I just saw one the other day when we came on after the finals and, um, I think it was Shay Serrano that was yeah, just I like, love Shay. yay, thank you to Queens of the Court for getting this pot up immediately. Um, and not just him, just everybody who supported us. Even the, the not so good listener emails we got when you thought we were going in too much or not enough, <laughs> like you. <laughs> it made us better. Without, without, without you, without the questions, without the comments, um, we don't get better. So I think we tried to get better with every episode, but we could sit here and, and give flowers out all day and, and say thank you to everybody. But seriously, this season has been so much fun. I have mm -hmm. thoroughly enjoyed it. And thank you to everybody who supported Queens of the Court. We love you. Um, we'll be back. Great. We'll be back. Yeah. We're taking some, some time off in the off season. Cause it's our, our off season too. We're going to figure out what, what next year looks like. So make sure you stay subscribed to the Queens of the court feed and please yeah. pretty, please keep those ratings and reviews coming because we read them. We love them. We appreciate them. It really makes a big difference in helping us keep to keep us going so we talked about meeting all of you guys face-to-face -face at All-Star Weekend and all those incredible vibes and positive things that you were able to sh share. So keep sharing those and yeah. stay subscribed. And um, I, I forgot one. You know I have to do this. Uh, a special, special shout-out and flower segment to the one and only Eminem, Monica McNutt, for <laughs> um, just, just keeping us in, in check with, with our gavel timing. You, yeah. you made us get better, Eminem. You did. You did. We appreciate that. <laughs> but listen, you guys, y'all um, y'all know where to find us in the off season. We will still be on social media. As always, mm -hmm. you can find me and Jordan both on social. I'm at Airswoops22. And she, her, Jordan, is at, for the final time this season, is at... <laughs> Hey, Jordan R. Whoa, <laughs> that was the longest one yet. Today, today. You know, I just, I was like, I got a, I got a glimpse of what we were just doing, and I was like, oh, I cannot explain this to a random person. <laughs> Why I'm doing the Cabbage Patch with the wooden gavel. Oh at my, my desk. Doesn't matter. Don't oh need God. to. Real yeah. ones, no. Uh, Queens oh of the God. Court is an Odyssey original created in partnership with the WNBA. The show is produced by our great producer, Alex Ozzie, and our amazing executive producer is Lena Moss Glazer. Social media assistance from Isabella Apple. Imaging from the one and only T Storm Battle. And, and court, court is adjourned. <coughs> for the 2023 WNBA season. <laughs>